I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresinMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 57th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out the last episode where I talk about my recommended tips and tricks when you're out driving for dollars to find sellers to work with for your own mobile home investing business, which is the first part of this series on the subject. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 56. So today, I'm going to talk about the next part of this series when you're out driving for dollars as a mobile home investor. And today, I'm going to cover the topic of buying criteria when you're out finding homes to buy and you're out in the field. Because it's one thing to generate leads and find sellers of mobile homes to buy, but it's another thing to find homes from these sellers that actually fit your buying criteria. Because it's not a deal if the numbers don't work for you or if there's some aspect of the home that just doesn't fit your buying criteria. Believe me, I've been there, I've done that. So I'm going to go over the next part in the article of my write-up on the subject. And in this write-up, I go over my recommended tips and tricks when it comes to buying criteria and what to look out for when you're actually analyzing mobile homes to buy. Now, I think this is a very important subject because like lead generation, which I covered in the first part of the series, episode 56, I think this is another area that a lot of investors first starting out, well, they get hung up on. Many times they don't have much of a buying criteria or even know what they're looking for when it comes to buying a mobile home. I hear a lot of new investors say that they just want to do a deal without even thinking about what exactly they want to or will buy as an investment. Plus, there are a lot of newbie investors just starting out who ask questions about repair costs and how to determine them when they find potential mobile homes to buy. Now, I cover all of this and more in my write-up. 
And I even share my personal experience on how I got lucky on my first mobile home deal because of the type of home that I bought versus one of my local mentors who did deals in the same park, but faced challenges that I did not. So if you're ready to dive in, it's going to be another exciting topic today. But before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Rachel here. Have you enjoyed the show and podcast so far? Has it helped you with your own mobile home investing journey? And have you received value from it? If yes, then consider supporting the show. So, how can you show your support? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. The first thing you can do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or anywhere else the podcast can be heard. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash podcast to see the sites and links where you can leave a review on. I'll be ever so grateful if you do. And you may even get a shout out and your review read right on the show just for doing it. Another thing you can do is support the show and buy me a coffee. If you know me, you know how much I love coffee. If you've gotten a lot of good information out of the podcast and it has helped you as a mobile home investor, I'd love your support. Now, in the future, I'll be giving shout outs to those who support me. So if you do, that may be you. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support for more information on how you can show your support. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support. And if you want to take it a step further and receive exclusive only content, consider being a member. On the support page there, you'll find info about how you can view exclusive content, including access to new videos and blog posts, a shout out in a future episode for your support, access to video replays on my past speaking engagements, if you haven't seen me speak yet, and more. Check out www.adventuresofmobilehomes.com slash support to find out more. Thanks so much for continuing to listen to the podcast and for your support. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. Before I get into things, since we're on the topic of driving for dollars, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out my episode on the subject, which is episode 53 of the podcast. Here, I go into what driving for dollars is and some background information on what it's all about and how it's helped me as a real estate investor as well as a mobile home investor. You can check it out at 
www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 53. Now, getting back to things. So last time, I talked about my tips and recommendations when driving for dollars and generating leads to find sellers to work with. When it comes to real estate investing, lead generation is a very important topic. And knowing how to generate leads on a consistent basis in order to find motivated sellers to work with is the lifeblood of this business. Because if you can't generate leads, meaning the right types of leads, motivated seller leads, then you can't really do deals as a mobile home investor. So that's the first part of the equation actually generating leads and finding motivated sellers to work with. Now, I'm going to go into the second part of the equation, and that is the home or property itself. Once you know how to generate leads, exactly what types of homes do you actually buy? And that leads me into the subject of buying criteria. Now, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of investors just starting out, they don't really have any type of buying criteria. Time and time again, I just hear them saying or see them posting in the real estate forums that they just want to do a deal. But what does a quote-unquote deal actually mean? Or do they know what it means themselves? Just making money and profiting off of a piece of real estate that they bought? Is that what a deal is? Sure. But in order to do this, you must know how to analyze the numbers. You must know how to analyze repairs and costs on how to fix up homes, to sell these types of homes, that people are willing to pay for and live in to make a profit as a mobile home investor. Without this knowledge and skill set, you won't be successful as a real estate investor. Sure, you can go and do things haphazardly using trial and error, or you can learn from someone like me, a pro, who has the experience and knowledge on the subject. So you don't make the same mistakes as everyone else. The choice is up to you. Now, getting back to things, in my write-up, I go over the subject of buying criteria and what's important when looking for homes to buy as a mobile home investor. I go over my personal experience with the types of homes I personally recommend buying for investors who are just starting out. I also go over what has worked and what has not worked with the types of homes that I bought in the past. And it's funny because I really thought certain types of homes would do better than others, but I was wrong. I'll tell you exactly which types of homes these were And I tell you why and what happened along with my experience buying these homes right in the article. 
So I go into how now as a mobile home investor, my buying criteria has changed and evolved and the types of homes I prefer to buy when buying homes to add to my portfolio and my reasons why. Because I'll be honest, I've learned a lot through experience and I want to share my experiences with you so you don't make the same mistakes that I did. Because honestly, in life and in business, history does tend to repeat itself. Moreover, I also go over what really matters when it comes to pursuing leads on homes that you find when working inside mobile home parks, which is what I do and what Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing, did too. I tell you exactly what to look out for when it comes to determining repairs on these homes including the types of homes I prefer to buy and why when it comes to the types of repairs I'm willing to do and the types of repairs that I'm not willing to do. I also go into the features of these homes and my experience on what features are more attractive to the buyers that I've marketed and worked with, which have helped me to sell these homes quicker in the past. Plus, I talk about my first deal and the types of features that particular home that I bought had, which helped me to sell it quicker than one of my local mentors who did deals in the same park, whose homes tended to sit on the market longer. I talk about the challenges and obstacles that my mentor faced which I didn't have to deal with because of the types of homes I bought and why. I also talk about fix-up work and some of my tips and recommendations on how to determine what types of homes to buy when it comes to the amount of work needed. I share with you my exact process on how I personally work with contractors when it comes to fixing up these homes including the types of contractors that I prefer to work with and why. Also, I share with you my advice on the types of homes beginner investors should buy and why it can be riskier to buy certain types of homes over others. I go into the features of the homes that I currently buy and what investors first starting out should buy as well. I also go into the process of fixing up the homes and determining how long it will take to fix these homes so that you can calculate it into your lot rent costs when they sit empty while you fix it up to put on the market. I share with you my journey on what I did when I first started out and bought homes to fix up and how that is different than what I do and my process today when I have homes that I buy and need to fix up and put on the market. Lastly, I talk about my best advice when it comes to buying criteria for anyone just starting out as a mobile home investor. And I share with you what is the best and safest route to do when it comes to finding homes to buy for your own mobile home investing business.
So there you have it. What I talk about in the next article in my series on the topic of driving for dollars, which covers buying criteria and the types of homes to buy when you're just getting started as a mobile home investor. Again, I go over the process step-by-step in my write-up and exactly what I recommend when it comes to finding these homes when you're out in the field and determining costs. Honestly, I share with you things that I don't talk about in the podcast or in my blog, Adventures in Mobile Homes, just in the write-up. And again, this is a series which is the second part of the write-up on driving for dollars and my recommended tips and tricks. Because there's so much to cover on this subject, and I have so much to say. Now, this write-up on my recommended tips and tricks when going out driving for dollars, which goes over my recommended buying criteria and experience when looking for mobile homes to buy, is exclusively available to members of my support page. And if you'd like to learn more about what I have to say on this subject and exactly what is involved to get the results that you want when driving for dollars and finding homes to buy, for your own mobile home investing business, I'll put a link here to the article right in the show notes. And if you're a member of my support page, be sure to check out the article and stay tuned for the next part in the series where I'll be going over how to filter the leads that you get and how to prioritize them, including what are some of the best types of leads to focus your time and efforts on as a mobile home investor which will be the last part of the series. Now, getting back to things. So if you've enjoyed my podcast and you want to access exclusive content like this, consider becoming a member of my support page. And as a member, you'll receive access to these types of detailed posts and video and audio on my private podcast, where I go more into detail on specific topics within mobile home investing. Plus, you'll also get discounts to special events, and here's the kicker, discounts to my existing courses and classes, including a special extra discount to my Dodd-Frank and SafeAct course, especially for mobile home investors, just for members of my support page. So you definitely don't want to miss out on the special deal. Sign up as a member today, and just in case you missed it, I did do a video walkthrough of the support page and what it's all about. You can find it on episode 52 of the podcast, where I celebrate the two-year anniversary of the show, what it means, and my plans going forward. You can find it at www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 52. Again, www dot adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 52. So I hope this episode was helpful and gave you some things to think about. Again, if you need to check out any resources that I talked about here, I'll be putting them right in the show notes. You can find all the resources mentioned as well as my write-up on the subject right here in the show notes at www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com. 
Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 57. And if you enjoyed this episode today and you like the content that you hear, please share it with a friend. Well, that's about it for now. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Thanks for listening.